Hello, everyone. My name is Sean Murphy, and I'm the Associate General Counsel at the AAO. I'm joined today again by Pari Modi with our federal lobbyist firm in Washington, D.C., to kind of bring us up to speed on what's going on with the Republicans' legislative effort to repeal and replace the ACA, better known as the American Health Care Act. Pari, welcome. Thanks. It's a pleasure to be with you, Sean. Now, Pari, earlier this week, the CBO released its score. Can you give our members a little bit more insight on what a CBO score is, and in this case, how it specifically applies to the American Health Care Act? Sure. So the, the CBO is the Congressional Budget Office, and they're an independent agency that analyzes major legislation that's coming before the Congress. So what they did this time was they estimated the effect of the American Health Care Act on the federal budget, and that's what's known as the score of the legislation. And they also analyzed the effect of the bill on health insurance coverage. As you may have heard, this has been called the most highly anticipated score of all time. During last week's committee markups, the the Democrats were criticizing congressional leadership for holding a markup on the American Health Care Act before there was a score, and Republicans were also preempting the score and potentially negative negative implications of the score by talking about how inaccurate CBO scores have been in the past. So, Pari, what are the big takeaways? The big takeaways are the fact that the bill over a period of 10 years from 2017 to 2026 would save $337 billion. And most of the savings for the federal government would come from repealing Medicaid expansion and other Medicaid reforms in the bill. The other large takeaway that people were highly anticipating was is the effect of the American Health Care Act on the number of Americans who would have access to health care coverage. The CBO's analysis found that in one year, by uh, 2018, 14 million more people would become uninsured as compared to the existing um, law, the Affordable Care Act. And this would largely be due to repealing the individual mandate. By 2026, it's estimated that the number would rise to 24 million, and this would largely be due to repealing the Medicaid expansion. The the interesting thing about this is its effect on um, sort of Democrat and Republican talking points. So for Democrats, it provides a lot of boost to their claims that the American Health Care Act is going to lead in a loss of coverage. For Republicans, it's been good for hardline conservatives because the bill would save a lot of money. But because of the loss of coverage, it's been difficult for some Republicans in Medicaid expansion states who would see constituents losing access to coverage. In looking at the CBO score for the American Health Care Act, are some of the AEO's federal agenda items tied into that CBO score? And if so, can you explain what the score is as it relates to those items. Along with the CBO score, there's also the Joint Committee on Taxation, which looks into how much various tax-related provisions would affect the budget. As, as we talked about in the last session, the American Health Care Act removes the annual contribution cap for flexible spending accounts, and it also would repeal permanently repeal the medical device tax. As you know, especially the orthodontists who have come for past professional advocacy conferences, both changes to the contribution cap for FSAs and repealing the medical device tax have a considerable cost associated with passing those reforms. And we kept hearing from lawmakers that they agreed with us on a policy level, but they were concerned about how to balance and pay for passing those policies. 
the good news for the AAO is now both of these policies are attached to legislation that's an overall saver. So it, it's promising that policies that have been longstanding priorities of the AAO, um, we don't have the fiscal concerns that we once did. As the week progresses, what should we expect coming out of D.C. as it concerns the American Health Care Act? So the next step is now the reconciliation bills that were marked up last week that are collectively known as the American Health Care Act. They're going to go to the House Budget Committee, which is going to package both the Energy and Commerce Committees and the Ways and Means Committee's recommendations into one overall bill. And that, um, that markup is expected tomorrow on March 16th. And then next week, the week of March 20th, we expect the House floor to take up the American Health Care Act. One thing to look out for, it's possible that congressional leadership may release a manager's amendment, which could go as far as scrapping the bill and putting a whole new bill in. But more likely, there are going to be some significant changes to get more Republicans on board with the American Health Care Act. On the conservative side of the Republican Party, there have been concerns that the American Health Care Act removes the Affordable Care Act, but just creates a new entitlement. And there have also been concerns that the Medicaid expansion repeal and other policies should be moved from 2020 to earlier, such as 2018. And then on the other side of the Republican Party, you have concerns from the moderates who I, I was discussing before, who are concerned about loss of coverage from the Medicaid reforms. So we could potentially see significant changes to the American Health Care Act before it passes the House. Well, that's all very interesting, Pari, and we'll look forward to maybe having a future segment with you to continue to discuss how the American Health Care Act is ever-changing. As always, we appreciate your time, and we look forward to future discussions. Thanks so much, Pari. Thank you.